Hey everyone, and welcome to Speak Out for Life. My name is uh, Edward Thomas. My co-host is Lin Yuan. Hello. Well, we, <laughs> this is a really funny story. It's not really funny. The only funny. one who laughed was you. <laughs> no. We had actually just recorded an episode, but I forgot to, to press record. And we had a really special guest with us, but I hope that he'll come back another time to <laughs> speak with us. Oh. That was God testing me. I know. <laughs> you haven't had any new tests for your patients because yeah. we haven't seen each other for a month. And so now you've had a patient's test. How does that feel? Uh, better than Corona. Hey. <laughs> I Better than being in isolation. So, well, yeah, that's you. I'm not in isolation. I'm free. I'm a free man. Well, <laughs> I'll be free soon again. Yeah. Today it took me the freedom to come here, uh-huh. and we are social distancing, so we're not touching or something. We're not touching. So not, I'm not coughing on your each face other. Or anything like that. Yeah, like you usually do. I know, exactly. I'm like, oh man, please spit on me. <laughs> <laughs> that was so tasty. You know, but Nomi started to lick me. Really? Like. She knows how it annoys me, and then she just licks on me, and I'm like, oh, stop it. That's my daughter, by the way. It's not a dog. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till you're free. Then I'm going to start licking your face. Every time I see you, I'm like, hey, I man. will. I will tell Noma to lick your face. That's okay. Ugh, She's so disgusting. adorable. She can beat me. She can stab me with a knife. It'll be okay. Okay, that's, that's not the topic of the day. No, it's not how adorable your daughter is, but she is very adorable. <laughs> Um, so, we thought that we would um, speak about a subject that is very actual, um, very current, and that is the coronavirus. Yes. Um, and so, what, we're, what we had talked about a little bit earlier was um, some of the ways that we as Christians could respond uh, during the corona outbreak. Because it has put a lot of restrictions on us, depending on where you are in the world. Yes. Um, here in Sweden, it's not as restricted <coughs> as in other countries yet. Um, as of today, there are not as many cases in, than in other countries, I guess. Um, but it's it's um, increasing. Yes. And there, bless you. Thank you. You did really good. You sneezed right into your the hole arm. in your arm. <laughs> not your armpit, but that would have been really That's hard for you hard. to reach. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that one. <laughs> into the bend of your arm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, because, you know, since yesterday, then uh, 40 million people in California are on lockdown. They can't come out of their houses now. Um, they can come out of the yard. But basically, they're just going to keep everybody inside inside to stop the spread of the virus. And that makes or California slow it, slow it down. But it makes it kind of virus free for a while, except for the people sneaking in with the virus. But that's another thing. <laughs> and then Dennis, who's the, a youth worker here in the church that we're recording at called Lerten Shertgan here in Uppsala. Um, he was just telling us that in Uganda, um, the churches can't meet either. Mm. So that... Um, this All is a, gatherings are suspended. Yeah, more than 10 people. So that doesn't work in a place where people gather more than 10, but they still go to the market. So, And one of the things that we're talking about was like how this might be a good challenge and opportunity for churches to try to uh, look at ways to serve people. How can we help? How can we meet the needs of other people? And so one of the things that we're talking about before was about, about how churches might take this opportunity you know, to provide food and services for um, elderly and those who are in the risk zone um, who have to stay inside because of the risk and things like that. So, and that's what today's topic's about. We just want to kind of talk a little bit um, off the cuff about different ways for 
the church and for individual Christians and anyone else who's listening um, who would like to figure out, okay, so what can I do? I think there are a lot of things on social media as well where people do share about how they help their neighbors, um, doing grocery shopping, getting medicine to them, uh, and as well as being solid. What do you call it? Um, Solid? That's no, soli- that's solidarity. Aha, uh-huh, solidarity. Yeah, solidarity. To be solidary. <laughs> Could you say it one more time? Say it really fast a few times. No. Um, solidary. To be solidary. 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 Yeah, because um, there has been a lot of hoarding going on all around the world. Different yes. uh, Different countries things. hoard different things. Yes, it's really strange, but um, toilet Sweden, paper, pasta, diapers, diapers um, even medicine. So I've mm. seen today that there have been restrictions on that, that you can't buy all the medicine that's available. Because it's wow. kind of a bad move. It's really not team player. Wow. No, because um, I think all, most governments do reassure citizens that they will keep the supply chain uninterrupted. Yeah. Um, so but it's not like war in that sense. But if you don't trust your government, well, then you're, you're kind of panicky. Then if you're a Christian, like, ah. then you're if you're a Christian, then should you should trust in God that He'll provide. Um, well, God, I trust. Yeah, <laughs> but you know that politician there. Should I really trust them? And, no, and but I think y- that's where the f- like some of the greed and the fear thing comes in when because we're not. We're unwilling to trust the system. We're unwilling to trust. But that's really strange yeah. in Sweden, though, because the system is built for that you can rely on it. And now when... Yeah, that is weird here. The, the, like, <laughs> you can go to Ica and then they even tell you, like, okay, we don't have it now, but it'll come in two days. So, yeah. well, can <laughs> you come back in two days? <laughs> yeah. Ica is like a grocery store here. It's a grocery store chain. Yeah, it's the biggest one. It's like Walmart. It's not a person. No. (laughs) It could be. (laughs) It could be. Um, Because like, I don't have any any toilet paper. I'm hoarding it, but I'll give (laughs) give you some in two days. Well, there there were a lot of fun memes on on Facebook, like where people are like, oh, if you have bought 25 rolls of toilet paper, you know that two belongs to church because tithing is still on. (laughs) (laughs) We should have taken a collection of people who put their toilet paper rolls. (laughs) We can like pass them out to the poor, you know, so. Uh, Yeah, you know, that's, so one thing is the the active thing, uh, what you, what you can do, uh, and that is helping out the elderly, the one in the risk zones, even like asking people, how are you doing? Because I think to be in quarantine and isolated is, is mentally quite challenging. How has it been for you? Um, Well, I've been in quarantine for one week and I'm really, really looking forward to go to work on Monday. Um, I mean, quarantine is not like being off. It's not like you're you're on holiday. It's not vacation. Because either you're still expected to work from home, but maybe your kid is also at home and your Mm. husband is maybe at home or other other people who are depending on you are still at home. So you got to work and be the person at home. Um, Or you're either by yourself all the time if you're single and live by yourself. Um, you got to oh. beat that time somehow. And there is only so much you can watch on Netflix and HBOs and, and your brain gets fried. Really? And the good thing how is... Many, how, many, <laughs> how many weeks can you watch Netflix <laughs> uninterrupted before you go cuckoo? <laughs> I think I go quite cuckoo. Like, it's not fun. And oh. you, you get sedative and oh, no. Wow. You, you, you don't feel mentally well. 
doing that. Well, that doesn't sound like fun. No, I don't think so. I, and it's not supposed to be fun. <laughs> really? I was looking forward to it. I was like, oh, maybe my boss would make me stay at home. I could do everything from home. I'd be like pajamas every day. Yeah, yeah that's change. great too, I'd that you like, can oh, have pajamas. pajamas. Yeah, you can do have just get up whenever you want, go to bed whenever you want, eat whatever you want. But the thing is, it's not like you can just go out and meet some friends and have fun. And it's not like you want to do mm. that every day. No. And I think at some point you do miss people. Really? <laughs> ah, I don't know if I can miss people. It just seems like getting rid of them would be kind of like a, ah, you know. No, you're an extrovert. You need them. You got to suck their energy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't met enough people today. My battery's running low. Please come to my I house. I feel bad. Say hi. Well, how I've coped figure to figure, so. is I also called people. They call them up and talk with them on the phone. You or didn't call me. Facebook. No, you just arrived, man. Just call down. I was down. in America. I was waiting for you to call me. No. I cried every day. <laughs> <laughs> you had a lot of people around you. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's never enough people. Um, I think also one thing that we need to do is to um, uh, follow the instructions by the health ministries. Uh, and, and I don't know. How do you feel about Christians who say like, "I'm invincible because of God. I can do whatever. <laughs> I don't need to Sorry. do this. <laughs> I will I just, not catch it. God will protect me." I just revealed what I thought. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> for all of you out there who are like that. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. <laughs> okay. um, I don't know if God said you're invincible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just put yourself out there. <laughs> Other people out there doing that. Oh my gosh! Yes, okay. they are, and they're risking wow. other people's health. Wow. Well, I mean, that's a hard thing. I mean, if you really believe that God told you that that you're invincible, it's a, I don't know. I want to see that happen. I mean, maybe. It Where's happened. the Bible verse that says that that if God tells you you're invincible, you're invincible? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> If God is for me, who can be against me? me? Yeah, yeah. I don't know I if you use my Bible app and, <laughs> and see if there's if there's more invincible. Uh, it says that God is invincible. Yeah, so it doesn't, mm, doesn't say anything about us. Okay, I have to check here. But I also, but God also says we should use our brain. Why? Well, I mean, and I think that's that's the one of the most difficult things is that. Um, it's a balance act, isn't it? Between faith and reason. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you want to be a person of faith and you want to believe. Yeah. Um, at the same time, you don't want to be stupid. Ugh. A fool. Yeah. The Bible says you don't want to be a fool. Be a fool. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> don't be a fool. Well, you know, that's something no one's ever accused me of. <laughs> the funny thing is in the Bible, it also says you should wash your hands. <laughs> I know. I thought that was really funny. Um, Have you found your Bible verse? I don't think I know how to spell invincible. 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 Yeah. Well, um, what else can you do during the coronavirus? Maybe uh, pray. What about praying, man? Isn't that what a Christian should do? Yeah, well, Christians... So in the ESV, the word invincible is not used. <laughs> okay, we just have to go to the friendly King James version of the Bible. because. Do you think they <gasps> use invincible? Invincible is not there. But I know there's a verse that says, so the only wise, invincible God be mercy and honor forever and ever. 
I'm well, I'm sure someone will find right. it and send it to okay, you. Send Don't us, worry say, about I'm it. I'm looking for the word invincible in the Bible. It's got to be there. <laughs> Otherwise, then I can just keep laughing at you. I mean, with no, you. No, no. So what? Okay. So praying. Yeah, well, okay. So Dennis was telling us about this thing called WhatsApp Church. Oh, yeah. And he was saying that how um, that that's really starting to grow now that people can't meet in churches because, you know, in Sweden, you can meet in church. Um, in America, Until you now. can't. Uh, so far, we yeah. don't know. Sweden is so politically correct, so they probably will never, ever say to people in church, you can't meet. Um, because, you know, no, but the churches are usually quite adherent to uh, this. I mean, even no, the Muslims' the, Friday no. service was this. Oh. Was it here? Yeah. They mm-hmm. do not meet in the, what's it called? The Mo- mosque. mosque. I'm was like, it, Muslim church? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Muslim church of Jesus Christ. Uh, mosque, I think is the right word. That's what I remember from my studies. I had to go to college four years to learn the word mosque. But that's okay. Um, but um, <clears throat> Yeah, WhatsApp church. Okay, so WhatsApp, WhatsApp church. Uh, so that might be one way to so take advantage of the technology in order to still, in some way, to try to meet with people, to encourage them to pray together. Um, it's not the same thing as meeting live, but we can get pretty close nowadays. So utilize the technology. Um, well, that's I, what uh, also our church is doing today for Friday uh, Fellowship. Uh-huh. Is that cool? I don't know. <laughs> I, I you just said we should, we should I use know, the technology. I know, but I saw last like, Fridays, Man. and I was like, uh. <laughs> what? It was, was worship? I don't know. No, I think I just did the Sunday service. No, there was a Sunday service, yeah. but last Friday they actually met. We met live. Yeah, like in, in real. And today real. we're not going to meet live. No, because we haven't made any decision uh, yet. So that means that gives me free time. What am I going to do with my free time? We hang out. Uh, well, we're here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're just wasting. We're just babbling. Okay. Um, another thing. So besides looking for opportunities to help people um, take advantage of the technology where you can meet online, uh, meet live online, you can do all kinds of different types of conferencing. You have Skype, you have WhatsApp, you have everything. Um, one of the other things might do is that um, to take the opportunity to actually just turn to God. Uh, one of my takes on the coronavirus is that God just shake the world. The Bible says that he uses the small and insignificant things of the world. That's not so insignificant. insignificant. Yes, this is a really tiny thing. Really <laughs> oh, you mean the virus itself. Yeah. I see, see. And then what happens is that the world has had to take a break. From everything. From, from everything. all the sinful things and things that lead us astray or just the busy things too just we're too the busy. sinful things that lead us astray from there's God. the busy things okay so people ah. are just too busy they're always <laughs> sinning you know sin is not just around every single corner yes it's, it is it's in your heart <laughs> you need to confess yeah that's right. why that's I why know. I'm saying I know I've been trying to tell you for a long time <laughs> sinner uh, <laughs> if you were just more humble like me uh, so that's one of the things that we think we think that um um, that it would be a good idea um, for people to just take an opportunity to, you know, smell the flowers. <laughs> Think about, yeah, I mean, if you're allowed flowers, to leave in your country, in you Sweden, you're still in your garden. I've got they might not have a garden. They okay. might live in the cage houses in Hong Kong. Would, there's people without gardens? Yes. In the world? <laughs> yes. I never knew that. Wow. Wow. I really live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so, um, but. This whole opportunity that God has sort of put the world on pause. And I think that so that a lot of people can hear him. I and think seek him. Seek him. Uh, just all of a sudden, 
hey, you were there the whole time. Didn't notice. Um, <laughs> because of all the other stuff going on. Been so busy. So I think, but I think that's a good thing. I think it's, and it's an opportunity for Christians to really be bold now and to be the salt and the light in creative kind of ways. Um, so whether you're, maybe write a song, put it on the YouTube. <laughs> bring a song of encouragement to people. Make sure you can sing, though. I've seen this video of this um, evangelist, and he was talking about to uh, um, that this coronavirus brings a lot of people to their or the inside of their mortality. Well, I that guess so. If you think you're gonna die, I guess you should think about it. I think a lot of people think they will die, even though they're not in a risk zone of dying from that. Yeah. But to use that opportunity when they're afraid of dying to talk with them about, well, what do you think happens after you die? And then you have this whole conversation about oh, that. Wow. An existential question. Well, that's pretty good. And the good thing is that this is something real, you know. It's it's something real, and we all knew that, but coronavirus just puts in a bigger uh, focus on it for people who maybe were too busy in life to think about death. Yeah. I don't know who's like that. <laughs> I guess I have a job that makes me think about death because I have to bury people. So it makes me, I don't know, I guess I just think that death is all. If you know, us. if this crisis just spirals out, you will have a lot of work in burying people. Oh, wow. And the thing is, you will be all alone because we will always suspend it. It will be like online burials. No. Yes, it is. Like in no. a lot of countries, it's like that already. Really? Yeah. Like in Italy. Like they just film it and everything? and then Yeah, they live stream it for you. Because you can't be there. You can't gather. Wow. <laughs> Get ready, Ed. Wow. I'm about to become a movie star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the wow. black man again. How's that only black priest that we have in our country? <laughs> what does he say? Why, can, why does he have an accent like that? What's wrong with him? <laughs> like, you know what? I'm sorry. I was born in another country. <laughs> Oh my gosh! God called me here, ladies. will be okay. Right <laughs> now, what does he say? There, what does he say? I don't know. He's speaking, you know, foreign. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't, I don't know. Well, that's uh, something that, yeah. Do you th- have you felt that there, or do you expect more people who will come for counseling? No. No, because no, not really. Because I think that people are just avoiding churches <laughs> right now. So here in Sweden... Because it's crowded churches, or what? Yeah. <laughs> it's not those, crowded. Those two people in there with the other four people getting paid to be there. <laughs> they're like, Ooh, oh my gosh, I want a line. I can't wait. Two people ahead of me. I got to go home. <laughs> Talk to my crystal ball. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I think that often in crisis, that's usually not what happens. Is that people are seeking us out for counsel. I think people really want to come to the church to light a candle they want to come to the church to pray. They want to come to the church as a meeting place where they can be inspired with hope. A meeting so place know. that's not the that one. you can't have a meeting place no. anymore. So <laughs> that's why the church isn't functioning right now. Because we're like, what do we do when we're not a meeting place? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to sing the liturgical songs, who's going to listen to me? Because now we're talking about something totally different right but now. What but what if other people would... Now, you, you say that your opinion is that God has... Using this, but I, what I think I think that's one of, one of the aspects of this is that God is is maybe using this as a way to sort of shake people up and get them to sort of stop what, and just look around and maybe just appreciate their life. You know? What about the people who say that this is something that Satan sends or this is some something bad, something that God didn't want it upon us? Well, hmm. <laughs> I guess that would depend upon your view of God. If because, um, but I was thinking because um, 
this is also leading, for example, us to not be able to meet or yeah. has having the church as a meeting point. Mm. So that's bad, isn't it? For the church? Could be. Could be. Yeah. It could be something really positive, though, because if it gives us an opportunity to actually really see each other eye to eye and talk to each other, then maybe that's a good thing. But you can't because you can't meet <laughs> social distancing. But I can call you on the telephone yeah. and I can FaceTime you. You know, if we were, if we had come up with the idea of WhatsApp church ourselves <laughs> and had all that in place. Well, we have something yeah. similar as WhatsApp church. Really? What yeah, have? we have some WhatsApp 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 groups. What's WhatsApp groups. <laughs> WhatsApp. Groups. WhatsApp? <laughs> WhatsApp sister. WhatsApp. <laughs> yes. Um, no. So I. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna try Zoom or something. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, no, but I but I think that I think that one of the things uh, is that the solution often is right in front of our face. Mm-hmm. But often we have to think outside of the box. That God is really trying to get us to to look at things and maybe look at some of the things we have and set them together in a different kind of way, and all of a sudden something new is created. What so. do you say to those people who have really big anxieties around this pandemic thing? Wow. Well, if I was counseling someone who had anxiety and stuff, I would just try to tell them. You remember that Jesus told us not to be worried about the things of life. That, you know, the basic things of life he said he would take care of. And that if we put him first, we put our priorities in order, then God's going to take care of things. And, I mean, God's in charge. There's no doubt about it that the coronavirus is not something that God just woke up in the morning and said, Oh, man, corona, wow. <laughs> you know, this, sometimes God sounds like he's a surfer. But anyway, <laughs> from California, <laughs> I wonder why. No, but but it's, um, I think that... Um, that God uses things in the world. So sometimes he does things directly. Sometimes he does things indirectly. This will be one of those things where we don't know. God didn't send like a prophet to say, I'm now going to send Corona over the whole wide world. Well, there might be a prophet that we haven't heard about who actually said that. Okay, if someone <laughs> predicted the coronavirus, not just said, there's going to come a time where big viruses... No, there was this the one lady I saw on Facebook, I'm going to share it, that she made a lot of... Um, prophecies during her time living oh, which so she's was dead now yeah yeah she's dead now but she actually said that she even predicted 9-11 correctly on on the mm. on in the year and she predicted also this outbreak in 2020 so uh, i'm not saying okay. i'm believing this i'm just you know saying her? that there is this thing out there yeah. i don't know if it's true what's or verifiable name? or what's her whatever name so we can verify this what's her name her name yeah. let me see i'll say her name is jean dixon Jean Dixon. No, yeah, she was a famous what? person who would make predictions about things. And she was like always in the news. Jean Dixon's predictions for... Two, for something. 19, <laughs> for 1902. So why... What is about this Jean Dixon person? Uh, well, you can keep talking. Um, okay. In that case, I'll just keep blabbing my mouth because that's what I do best. Um, uh, Dean Koontz. Ah, uh-huh, he was a writer. He wrote books. All right. <laughs> well, this was just some predicted of the predicted by already already in nineteen eighty one. Sorry. This was uh, <laughs> this is one of the uh, one of the points that we want to talk about. We'll probably speak more about the coronavirus because it's not going to go away right away. 
think no. it's gonna be around for a while. First, um, make yourself comfortable. Yes, <laughs> we have a new friend at the table. Corona, COVID nineteen. Um, but anyway, so if you're out there and you're trying to figure out what to do, um, you're stuck at home, or maybe your church isn't going to meet. Um, make take advantage of the digital technology that we have now. Come up with some nifty way for people to meet and to interact with each other. Uh, look for opportunities to help the elderly and the and the poor, and needy uh, people who are sick and can't do for themselves. Um, look for ways to help people out. You know. Um, and if you suffer from anxieties, then you then should seek professional help. Seek professional help. Um, you should pray to God. You should meet. Try yes, should. to have contact with other Christians. Read your Bible regularly. Um, wow. And yeah, I think that anxiety is a natural response when we suffer crisis. But it's not. A, it's not a. It should not be a mental state that keeps on leading to a depression. Mm. Yes. Yes, I would say that. That sounds like good advice. Mm. Well, please write to us and let us know if you have any other... That's a little buzzer thing going <laughs> off again. I don't know what's wrong with it. It's just doing stuff. Uh, yes. Thank anyway. you, everyone, for listening. Yes. Um, and let us know if you have any co comments or questions. Are there any things you want us to cover during the time of the corona outbreak? If you have any uh, questions or yeah, advice? Yeah, I guess if you have a question, yeah, advice, comments, yes, please check <laughs> it in the box. Uh, but anyway, everyone, thanks for listening, and we'll be back again. My name is Edward. And my name is Lynn. And thank you for watching Fika for Life. Fika for Life. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lynn Nguyen and Edward Thomas. And we hope to hear you again.